episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabrina. And welcome to episode 250 of Black Girl Brunch. That's right, you heard us. 250, 250 episodes, 250. That means 50 more. We're going to be at 300. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. We did it. And thank y'all for, um, just thank you for rocking out. Thanks for just joining us for a big plate of brunch every week. <laughs> week on week. Thank you for getting your yum yums. <laughs> <laughs> Now, don't do that. You're going to get us off the band, off the apps. <laughs> please, Sabria, please. <laughs> but no, seriously, y'all, thank you. We couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. And guess what? Cheers to 250 more. Cheers. And more. <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers. Imagine when we get to 500 episodes. Humble. Hello. Welcome into Black <laughs> How about we back again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, I cannot. That noise was so violent that I mean, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was talking to you. <laughs> I'm like, I felt like I was talking to Pennywise. <laughs> My eyes got so big. No, you know who I felt like I was talking to just now? Hold on. I got to find his picture because I forgot his damn name. I really said, me, me, me. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt like I was talking to, um, you going to laugh when I say this, William H. Mason. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I felt like I was talking to. Why would I say that? <laughs> not cool not cool <laughs> not okay um but yes y'all we back with another episode you know how we do um and this week you know we are both advocating <laughs> i feel like that's what we're both doing this week we are fighting <laughs> advocating speaking up standing our ground <laughs> and protecting the youth <laughs> no for real that's it that's it. That part. Um, <laughs> it's been you know I'm feeling it's giving Harriet Tubman for me this week. I feel like I've been fighting I for a lot of freedom. Feel like an activist this week, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but you want to hop right into the fade for it? It's gonna be a scrumptious one. So, y'all, we building the perfect Sunday. So the base mm-hmm. is gonna be you know stereotypical. Sunday with the cherries, the whipped cream, you know, the ice cream, mm-hmm. but we're not doing that banana stuff. Like, that's, I, I feel on. like, bana- that's why I didn't like Sundays when I was a kid. I feel like bananas is taking it a little bit too far, you know? Yeah. It's for back in the day when they didn't really have candy, so they had to get freaky with the fruit. Yeah, and we ain't getting freaky with the fruit. <laughs> so, I'm starting off hot, and I'm starting off wacky. So, my base is Strawberry shortcake ice cream. One of my favorite ice creams, by the way. Strawberry shortcake yes, ice cream. And I'm putting crushed Oreos on that ice cream. I know that mm. sounds crazy, y'all, but when I was a kid at the Chinese store, I used to get half strawberry shortcake ice cream and half Oreos, like cookies or cookies and cream ice cream. And it was so good. Wild ass combo. But it's really so good. And I'm I'm going to crush the Oreos up. I'm mixing it up. And I'm just, you know, period. Um, the second one is, so my base is vanilla. I'm going with classic here. Vanilla bean. I want them beans to the black, you know, when the black beans in the, um, that's how nasty saying black beans are ice <laughs> Sorry. cream. Sorry. I'm like, wait, we talking about ice cream stuff? <laughs> we talking about ice cream or tacos? <laughs> Y'all know what I, I mean. Just, my stomach just you know, I was smiling, but then I frowned when I heard beans. I was like, "Huh? <laughs> Come on, now. Let's keep it. Let's keep it PG." <laughs> y'all know. Let's keep it clean. Y'all know. It's vanilla ice cream. We all see the little black dots. Yeah, you see the specks, the specks of vanilla. Yeah. No, I should have said that. Why ain't you said it? I'm <laughs> like, y'all. She put beans in her ice cream. <laughs> Not the bushes, baby. Oh my God, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nasty. I'm so sorry, yeah, y'all. No. I'm so 
Okay. So I got vanilla bean ice cream. And you know the vanilla the vanilla in it is like glistening. Um and I'm gonna add some rainbow sprinkles and I'm adding so many sprinkles that you can hear me crunch on that ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) This this sound violent, this ice cream. Supposed to be fun. This activity. I'm crunching away. That's all I have. This ice cream. Um, the, the next one is so okay. So this is gonna be a cookies and cream base. Cookies and cream base. I'm pouring boiling. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm feeling so silly right now. I'm, pour, I'm pouring boiling hot chocolate on it. <laughs> the chocolate is hot, but wait, when you pour it on there, it gets a hard shell. Pause. Mm. <laughs> um, so the show <laughs> again. This is a PG thirteen operation. <laughs> Y'all know when like the fudge, like you put your spoon on it and you like you hear how hard it is. Pause. Like I just love that. Um, but yeah, I'm pouring hot fudge on it. It's delectable. Um, I- <laughs> obviously it's delectable, and I'm taking, I'm taking scoops of it, and I'm um. <laughs> The next one and the final one is so I already know that it's whipped cream on it because it's a Sunday. But I will dare to X for another scoop. I'm I want them to drain their can of whipped cream. <laughs> no, that would piss me off. I hate when people ask for more than this. <laughs> but no, let me shout oh my god, I did it last week. The guy, um, <laughs> he's been giving me a he's been giving me a rice bowl, and he put like one scoop of veggies. So I put my finger up like one more. <laughs> I said I'm vegan. <laughs> I just did like my finger. I said like what? He's like I said one no, more scoop. More <laughs> no, because I just be like, may I have some more? You gonna say one more scoop? <laughs> no, I put my finger. I was trying not to say it. <laughs> I thought he would know what I meant. I'm like, you gonna make me ask for more for the everybody in the cafeteria? All right, one more scoop, please. No. What? <laughs> I was like, damn. Sis. I'm like, vegan. Yo, I'm crooked. Like, I'm not gonna eat nothing else. No, this. that's how I feel about whipped cream because it's so hard to get whipped cream, like vegan whipped cream, out in the wild, and like. Like, I don't know if everybody else had the same experience, but when I was a kid, my mom always had her own whipped cream, and I never was allowed to have it. So, like, I feel like as an adult, that was one thing. I feel like when you became an adult and, like, I had lived on my own, like, I feel like there is always a food that you went crazy with. Like, I started eating cereal, like, at nighttime. I just went feral. Um, But, like, whipped cream was one of the things that I would always buy. And then I missed mm-hmm. it when I became vegan. And the first thing I did was when they had vegan whipped cream is I leaned my head back and I squirted that can in my mouth. Pause. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, again, are we still talking about dessert? We are. And when I tell y'all, that was like, oh my God, I might get that whipped cream tomorrow. I just, but also that made me realize it's not that many servings, but you know what? It probably is. They want you to do a dollop of it, but I'm sorry. Ain't no dollops over here. <laughs> I'm doing it. Dollops I'm not cream. doing no dollop of whipped cream. I'm so sorry. It's just too good. But oh yeah, gosh. so I'm draining the can of the whipped cream. Everybody gonna <laughs> they're gonna say damn we ain't got no more. It's like they don't even see the ice cream. <laughs> Period. It's gonna be on some cartoon type shit. You got perfect. Exactly. But yeah, that's my um that's my four. Alright. So again, it's gonna be scrumptious. <laughs> I'm all about the vanilla with the pound cake. Whoa! Yeah. Um, I love a cubed piece of oh, pound cake. Oh, this is a real ice cream eater. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, again, we can just go with the regular toppings, but like cake and ice cream. I remember one time I had a birthday party and I don't think I really appreciated the cake my mom would get. I didn't care when I was like really young. But that was like one year when I was around seven. And I'm like, this is fucking delicious. Like cake and ice cream together. I don't think I was really eating it right. I was eating ice cream. I was eating cake. But I started mixing it together. 
I'm like, this is literally I delicious. Like cake and ice cream. Cake and it's, ice cream. Come so on, much. it's the best. It's, cake and ice cream is something that like I'm just thankful that I don't have access to it every day because I would go nuts. Same. Um next we're gonna get a little i know we said no fruit you know we don't get too freaky with the fruit but i'll take that back i would like um strawberries like you know the strawberries in the sauce yes i like that on top of strawberry Ooh, ice cream yeah. let's get very crazy <laughs> that's what i like <laughs> then you can add like the whipped cream if you really want to get freaky you add some cubes of cake with the strawberries in the ice cream because <sighs> let's just be for real that's good Next, what we're gonna do is now we're gonna we about to get grown and sexy. We're gonna do a caramel ice cream, right? It could be vanilla with maybe a little caramel swirl. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna do a brownie. Whoa! Yeah. And again, if you if you 30 plus, add some pecans <laughs> in the brownie. <laughs> That's for the grown ladies. Yo! Oh, she's That's wildin'. for women. That's it. And again, we back, we get freaky with the fruit. I love banana ice cream. I know a lot of people are not a big fan of banana flavored things, but I'm that freak who loves banana now ladies, banana, banana laffy taffies. Like, I love you definitely it. Freak for that. So I'm, I go crazy for a banana milkshake. Like I just love it. So one time I got a banana ice cream with chocolate, not sprinkles, but jimmies. Mm chocolate jimmies on top and for like one summer straight that's all i ate and back in the day when it was checkers well when i could eat a checkers checkers is still around but not to me it doesn't (laughs) exist because they don't have vegan you know milkshakes but um they made banana milkshake i like vaguely remember this Oh, I love banana milkshake. Every time I went, banana, banana. I think at one point, banana, banana. Yeah, can, can I have a banana? They're like, girl, get out of here. Um, but at one point, I think McDonald's even had a banana they milkshake. Did. I might be going See, crazy. I'm not a banana. It's crazy because I like bananas, but I don't like banana flavor stuff. But it's weird because I always yeah. put banana in my smoothie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it don't really taste like a banana. Banana flavor things. Yeah. It tastes like an artificial banana, but I love it. I really do. So yeah, those are my flavors, y'all. That was a definitely a good one. Thank you. Um, shout out to the cookie skillet. Uh, for those who love a good chocolate, warm chocolate chip cookie with a scoop of vanilla Ooh. on top, you know, <laughs> a a classic, a classic. Yeah, that makes me um like like twinkle toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's get into uh pray. I mean, sorry, toast for assist this week. I mean, we can send some prayers as well. But JT of the City Girls, we just want to give her a toast for just like having the damn range. Yes, and also like wanting to step out of her comfort zone and just rocking it no matter what. That's amazing. And we this conversation or this you know praise is coming after seeing her um. Her new shots with Beats to promote Beats, mm-hmm. is it? That's, that's yeah. the headphones? She just really showed up in a way that's completely different from, like, what we've ever seen her. And, like, I just respect that. Like, yeah, don't... Why be afraid? Be exactly. Go here. People who love it, love it. The, the bitches who don't, don't. And she said something today about, like, a lot of y'all never gonna go nowhere because all y'all care too much about what other people think. And I don't give exactly. a fuck. Exactly. Now, oh, now you're talking yes, about language. Yes, letting your hair I down and just being like, huh, I don't care. It's just so... Yeah. Like, y'all don't keep... Y'all don't, y'all don't mean nothing exactly, to me. Exactly, exactly. And she's not afraid to look like... I don't... It's not unattractive, but like unconventionally unattractive. Like Or sexy. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes if people can't look sexy, they don't want to exactly. do it. And it's not all about sexiness. Exactly. Sometimes it's just like, you know, being a work of art. And she's not afraid to do that. And I love that. Exactly. Shout yes, out to her. Love you. Let's get into tea time. All right. So, um, there's like a Drake and Holly Berry situation going on, which like, how? How is Drake and Holly Berry's name being like mentioned in the same sentence? And it's also like, I was telling Sabrina earlier, there used to be a time where somebody like Holly Berry was like, or Denzel Washington or 
Morgan Freeman, like people just tended to want their respect because they were like legends in the game, Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like we live in such a like disrespectful society and there's no price to pay for when celebrities are disrespectful to legends that they just do what they want to do. And it's like, I am, when I say nobody is tallying it up on Drake as much as me, I am keeping fucking score. <laughs> and it's, he's going to get his, his, his day is going Why to come because that's how society works. People will, you know, keep ignoring stuff, keep it, and then you do one more thing, you do one really foul thing. And then everybody bring up all the old shit, the comments you said about Megan Thee Stallion. The, this, that, the thing, you know, the, the relationship with Millie, but it's going to all come yeah, to the light. Like- but this was one that is just, oh my God. So... Holly Berry said that, you know, Drake reached out to her and asked for her permission to use her, you know, Nickelodeon slime picture as the art for the new, tr- the cover art for the new track, Slime You Out, featuring SZA. Terrible song, by the way. And the name? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I understand why Holly Berry wouldn't want an innocent picture of her at the Kids' Choice Awards used for a slime you out type of thing but you know sometimes people your image doesn't belong to you it belongs to the photographer Mm -hmm. like if it's a getty image or whatever the case but the thing is he asked and she said Mm -hmm. no and then she said you know why ask if you intend to do what you want to do that is what that was the fuck you to me not cool you get it and she said that it sucks because she was like, you know, a fan of him. Um, but at the end of the day, he did not have her permission. Now, a lot of people are caught up on the fact that like, oh, well, he don't have to have her position, um, permission legally. And we need to stop getting confused with what's legal versus what is Respect. just the right and respectful thing to do. A lot of y'all are too comfortable with being creeps. And also, it's, you're too comfortable trying to be technical. I like, hate it, I, I hate a technical the shit out of you. I hate a technical Tammy Yay. that's always like well technically and I'm like, like technically you can do that and technically I can hate the fuck out of you and as long as you cool with never speaking to me again for making that decision I guess it don't really matter then but it's just like a lot of people I don't think they think like that no. They don't think like that. And I just, I I just also think like, in addition to like Drake being disrespectful, I feel like the, um, the youth is disrespectful because like, I mean, I know I'm getting older and times have changed, but to not give a fuck about what, how Halle Berry feels like the first black woman to win an Oscar, like the, the Halle Berry to not give a fuck, like, what next? We don't give a shit about what Denzel Washington but has no, to say. It's crazy to we me don't care about how they because feel. even as a kid, it was just some people that I just like respected. Uh, Danny Glover, like, he doesn't have like the most thriving career because his day was like the 80s and 90s by the time I was a teenager. But I'm like, oh, what a, a legend, you know? This is a legend, this is an older black person that made the way for other black people to do things like we respect them. But like, I feel I just feel like Drake is an ignorant bitch. I'm cracking up, <laughs> like, I'm ignorant, of what I said, pussy what I bitch, said, and I don't ever say yeah, that word, I, said, I don't care, like. And I know what I said about his mom was out of pocket and like people. But it's true. Oh, cricket. Oh, but like he just doing too much shit that's just like super weird. Like he's the villain. He he's he's he literally likes being the villain. So I'm like, I just and that's another thing I hate people who like being the villain because it's just like. I feel like this is why Drake is going to be alone forever. Cause you're weird. Like you're just yeah. weird. You're annoying. And you only care about clout and attention. That's so sick to me. Um, also like says girl, what are you doing on the track with him? Aren't you? Is this the friends with Megan Thee Stallion? Who knows? At this point. Cause I'm like, what happened to sisterhood? There's like, if none. I, yo, you bitches are not strict at all. At all. Normani can can model for Fenty and then do a collab with Chris Brown. Wild. Um, SZA kid. I don't actually know if SZA and Megan Stallion are friends, but she can act like she hate men so much, but then slide on the worst track, the track that's not gonna take her career slide anywhere, you out and then. Is- 
Find you out. It's so immature. And then go on a track with somebody who literally made light of a woman getting shot. And also put you on the spot to the point where you want to follow him back in the day because he said he used to date you on 08. A person that Rihanna has, like, essentially dropped all communications with. But it's like, y'all are just very... And it's like, you know, there's Beyonce too. He wrote, what's his name? He did and great song. But at the end of the day, that was prior to... Like those comments being made, you know, I just feel like there's, um, if I really, if we really made it, this, our circle would be so small of people we could actually communicate with. Because once I see something, I'm sorry, if it goes against, it's no explaining, it's no explaining, it's no No talking, I don't like what you stand for, fuck you, I don't care about your new album, I don't care, I'm not going to work this hard, have my own platform, just to deal with people who don't align with values Exactly. of mine like what's the difference between doing that and just and i feel like in? a lot of people don't get the creeps anymore like what gives you the creeps i feel like not a lot i feel like what gives them the creep is somebody being nice and respectful or like them. somebody yeah, not really. getting money they're like oh you ain't getting money i feel like if somebody's like hi how you doing today <laughs> that's when they get the creeps hey would you like to see would you like a cup of water like, that probably too, would give niggas the heebie-jeebies yeah, y'all too willy-nilly for me like y'all don't get you don't get creeped out enough. I just feel like SZA has this like I hate boys attitude sometimes, but I'm like I can't tell. I can't tell. I really can't tell. I can't. Anyway, um, send a love to Holly Berry because she shouldn't have had that to go through that. So That's so irritating. Weird. You asked somebody, she said no, and you did it anyway, and then didn't even respond. Period. And you know what? People won't care. Yeah. Just she, he only disrespected a black woman. Now let him have used Jennifer Aniston picture. Shit would have been in flames. It is. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, <laughs> I just feel like these. Okay, you bang your hand on this. No, I hit my phone against the the mm-hmm. mic, which is terrible. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry if y'all had to hear that. They probably people probably jumped out their skin. <laughs> um. So. You know, we saw this post on Dazed, right? And it was saying we were never supposed to see our own faces as much, right? So uh, here's, I'm just going to kind of read a little bit of a snippet of the article or the post, and then we can um, get into it like what we feel. If it ever feels like you're constantly looking at your own face, that's because you probably are. Nowadays, we see ourselves on Zoom calls and FaceTime. We make TikToks and watch them back before posting. We take hundreds of selfies before deciding on the one. We have Be Real popping up and prompting us to look at ourselves. We're faced with our reflection in so many instances throughout an average day. It's no wonder we're so preoccupied with the way we look. It didn't always used to be like this. Our ancestors' realities were hugely different in our in our than to our own. Before mirrors were invented, the earliest type of mirrors used was natural nature reflections in ponds, lakes, and rivers, when waters were calm enough to re- reveal a flat surface. But even then, we had never truly seen ourselves, and before and because of this, we had a very different concept of who we were. But what is the impact of constantly being aware of ourselves? The impact of this, of self-scrutiny, can be seen in phenomena known as Zoom dysmorphia, which occurs over lockdown when everyone was forced to look at their own face all day while on Zoom. Amazing. Um, I really thought that that was cool, especially the concept of like our ancestors seeing themselves yeah. less. And that impacting how they saw themselves and probably moved through the yeah. world. I feel like that is crazy. And I 100% know I stare at myself too much. And I've kind of stopped. Surprisingly, Sabria, I've stopped. I feel like you have too. Yeah, I've stopped because it was driving me crazy. I was doing too much. I started to realize it was abnormal. And I'm sick because like, I would be looking at myself like... You are just the most beautiful person ever. <laughs> Sometimes, like, how can one person just be so gorgeous? Like, how do people take it? But then I was there too long, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, but 
but you know, your eyes and nose look strange. Like every, I just felt like my face looked like a pizza pie <laughs> instead of a face. And now I'm just at a point where I know I can't do too much. Like I can't stare too much at myself. And I think specifically with getting older, you just kind of make peace with the fact that like, look, I, this is who I am. Period. This is how I look. This is how I'm going to move through the world. Really? I feel like, you know, I look beautiful. I feel like I look really great. And that's the end of it. And I, you just don't want to get too tied up into how you look all the time because your looks are going to change exactly. over time. You don't want that to be your identity. Exactly. You know? And it's so exhausting. And, like, I have been doing, like, a similar type thing. So, with like, me going to the gym and getting back in shape and also getting um going to the gym in hopes to get back into a size that I was most comfortable at um you know lose the weight like you know doing it the you know healthy way um sometimes I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like ah. but I look at myself and I say nice things and like your work on it or like look at you you're here Look at you. You are sweating. You are working hard. You are keeping up. Like you are the most important thing is you're here. And also it helps. So I know they probably did this on purpose, but a lot of places, like for instance, um, I go to Orange Theory and Solicor, they have like affirmations above the mirror. And I feel like that is very, very helpful. It is very, very helpful. And the affirmations are not all about like being thin or losing weight the affirmations no. are about like strength and pushing and believing in yourself and like you're beautiful and like that those definitely help and the mirrors really are there for your form yes. they're there so you don't yes. hurt yourself and they don't catch a case exactly it's really helpful especially during solid core when you are you think you just doing your best and then you look at everybody else in the mirror and you're like okay cool their leg is going straight up but my leg is going slanted to the side Mm-hmm. so it's like if i want to do what they're telling me to do like i let me you know it's helpful to to see yourself and other and i feel like in solid core i'm never really looking at myself as much as i'm looking at move my movement because yes. like you said like i'm here you know what else can i do if, if you if i don't like something on me that's why i'm here exactly, exactly. <laughs> and i'm just doing my best and I just, my, my mindset is just shifting, but I, I just so agree. And also there's an option to hide your camera on, uh, there's an option to hide your camera on uh, Zoom and Teams because mm. it can be, oh my God, sometimes when I see myself on Zoom, I don't want to talk to person. <laughs> no, like, for real. It's so, and also like, sometimes I get distracted and like staring at myself and that's why it's so annoying when people are like um camera's on I'm like and it's also frustrating when you like are the only person who looks like you on a call because it just feels so blaring when you're staring at like a sea of people who look one way and then you don't look that way yes and also the way sometimes like you also become more aware of like your face when you're not like talking or you're just like staring and like somebody's like you know me where all these people and like somebody single you out like hey are you okay like calm the fuck on yeah exactly or like i'll be listening to something tired and somebody will write me and be like you look pissed lol and i'm like see this is not a safe space (laughs) this is not a safe space i'm not pissed i'm literally tired and listening you know i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing on this call but i'm definitely not pissed and now i'm like does everyone think i'm pissed i'm not you know i don't like that yeah it's frustrating so i definitely agree we need to look at ourselves less and feel confident in knowing that we are who we are the world is going to accept us and we don't have to constantly consume ourselves i mean it does become challenging if you have a career where you're forced to look at yourself but just in your personal time like we could probably all cut back a little to amen to that sister (laughs) all right so let's get into our final tea time topic so you know a lot has went down this weekend we heard that well a lot is going down as it um relates to uh divorces a lot of celebrity couples have got divorced ariana grande her husband simultaneously filed for divorce i believe that happened like earlier today we had Jeannie may and jeezy jeezy filed for divorce 
Um, and today cited, it was just, you know, family values that, you know, messed them up. And then we had Tiana Taylor um, announced that her and her husband, Iman, are separating, but they're still the best of friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people react differently to things like this. I think when we were younger, it felt devastating. Yeah, like, like, oh, no, I don't believe in love anymore. Like, like, how on earth? Like, I would literally just be in my room, my hands on my head, like, how? But they were so beautiful. Like... It, I mean, you're young, and when you care about pop culture, it it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it be forty year olds like, come on, really, love is not real. And I'm like, why? Do you but I was shit? laughing because somebody, because somebody said something, and this girl got her together. She was like, listen, you are 24, like you don't understand. And I'm like, that's so true because, like, because at 24, I would feel like this is the end of the world. But like, because they, um, I think Tiana Taylor and Emma Stripper said that they outgrew marriage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's possible. Like, it's very possible. As you yeah, get older, I think I said on this podcast, I don't get how people would be like, we're still the best of friends, but we're not together. I think I said it before when I was younger, probably around 24, 25. Like, I don't get that. How, if you that close, why don't you just stay together? Yeah. I absolutely said that. But, you know, at this point in my life, I'm just like... I actually still don't get it, if we're being honest, but I've learned to take people's word for it. Yeah, and everybody's different. And sometimes some people rapidly change, like their personality change, they gain more knowledge, or they'll learn something new about themselves. Um, like for instance, how um there are some couples who their partner decides to um transition or they come out of the closet and they're like, Okay, we're not together anymore because like I'm attracted to X, Y, and Z and or I, like I want you to live your truth. Exactly, but they still remain friends, like Fran Drescher and her husband. He Mark Jacobs? Uh no, that wasn't her husband. Really? That's where it was, Mark Jacobs. What? <laughs> Fran Drescher, you telling me Fran Drescher was with Margaret Jacobs. Oh, his name, Peter Mark Jacobson. I wasn't completely off. Hey, yo. <laughs> his name, Peter Mark Jacobson. <laughs> I'm cracking up. I'm that, sorry, to huh? me, that makes it makes more sense. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. But, oh um, God. yeah, like how, I mean, why would they stay together? Like, he's a gay man. Like, you know, yeah, some people. Yeah, just supposed to resist his truth. Exactly. Just to, like, like, some people just, and some people's personalities, like, might change. Some people just want to, they're like, oh, you know, I'm feel, maybe when I met you, I wasn't my full self. And now I'm starting to change and I feel more comfortable coming into myself. And it don't even have to be, like, sexuality-wise. It's just, like, yourself in general. Like, maybe I want to dress a little weirder or maybe um, I'm not in, I don't, you know, Christianity is not fitting me. You know, that's what brought us together and something like that. So, like, I get it. people get together real young like that. Exactly. I mean, Tiana Taylor and... uh, That's a good example. And... Like, I'm just, I think that people become so obsessed with marriages because, like, I think people respond the same way if, like, we broke up as friends. Yeah. Because, like, you see, you form this relationship with people. They give you something aspirational to feel. Like, oh, man, like, y'all feel like my cousins. Y'all feel, you know, I feel like I know you. And, like, that's a very real feeling, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, um personal lives do exist within that Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people look to celebrities for love and that's very real like um to manifest sometimes if you want to manifest something you don't have you have to look for something called like uh, an expander like something that's going to expand your mind so like say your goal in life is a healthy marriage in order for you to believe it, it say your goal is a healthy marriage but nobody in your life has shown you an example of a healthy marriage. Yeah. In order to like visualize that and believe you can have it, you have to find an example out there in the world. Like maybe it's a coworker, her husband, maybe it's, you know, Jeannie Mae and Jeezy. But you have to look at people and be like, okay, cool. Like that, that feels like something I want. So I think that sometimes people are using celebrities as expanders for things that they want. And when it falls apart, they feel invested. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, 
okay, I get it, but let's stay realistic. People yeah. are not just here to serve you. Yeah, Life yeah. is not a soap opera where like everyone's like bought in on what's net, what's going to happen on the next episode. Like this is people's lives, and you just have to respect it. And finally, I think another reason why people are so interested in divorce, I think I speak for myself here, is because you have to know something drastic had to happen for at some point you vow your life to somebody. Yeah. And then it can change. So it's like that concept is very like, oh God, like when it, ha- when it seems to be happening at large, like do this mean anything like if it can happen to this person if you can change those feelings like should i even do it and i'm like that's why you got to keep marriage i think personal yeah not based on these celebrities yeah and also like just people just do things on their own terms like (laughs) sorry really like people just do things on their own terms maybe (laughs) that that i'm sorry y'all that be the bottom black ass line. Like it don't be <laughs> your terms, it be theirs. And it really does. I feel like first of all, we live in twenty twenty three. I feel like we are at a stage where we need to stop looking at divorce as like in the like nineteen fifties way. <laughs> and like I just feel like and another thing, sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place, but I just sound drunk when I said that. But um I really truly believe that one thing this man did say that he snapped. Sometimes what well, people in your life are in for seasons and you know, you know what I'm talking saying. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason. It's true. Yeah. It is really, really it's true. It's very true. And I and feel the more like, you try to hold on to somebody and their season is going, the more painful it's going Exactly. Be. And like that's something that like is very like the thought of it's kinda well. I don't know, maybe, I was like, maybe it's Alexa but, like, I <laughs> am starting to come to terms with that and, like, not feel as hurt about it, mm-hmm. um, because I have had to personally give up some people because their season were over, and their season was over, or, like, you know, just being with them was, like, hurting me, mm. um, and, like, as somebody who, like, I have vocalized that, um getting it off my chest like I have to let you go I kind of feel more at peace like not saying that I would like a divorce I'm not in a relationship but I feel like kind of more like not at peace but I feel like I don't ever want to feel like I own somebody because people are not ours no like and that's a very hard thing to come to terms with and, like, you thinking about, like, you have, like, a family involved and you have a house and stuff like that. But it's, like, you really don't. Still not yours. Yeah, this person is not yours. And that's a mm-hmm. hard thing to say. And that's a hard thing to say out loud um, and to come to terms with. Um, so, I feel like once we as a society, myself included, come to terms with that people are not ours, I feel like we will stop looking at divorce like, Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way, Sabria. They're not they're not true. They're not they don't belong to you. They are in your life for um a season. Um and also I think that like you do your best by people too, mm-hmm. so that when things happen you don't feel like, Oh, this is my fault that this is falling apart. You do your best by people. Like like for example, Tiana Taylor shared there's no cheating going on here so yeah and she said not too much on him like i like i like that i feel like we should definitely normalize that more because they are at the very core they're a family they're a family and things happen and it's okay and they're separated too they're not divorced so who knows what's going to happen they're just figuring things out and people deserve that space without like somebody being villainized it really don't have to be a villain now in the case of ariana grande hmm definitely Mm, is you know genie by gz is there a villain Hmm. see that's the thing about the values that you didn't what values now that one i'm sorry i'm definitely being definitely minded somebody else's business getting married and not knowing family values is like when i say that should be first date conversation no for real because i was telling iman about this earlier before we started recording that like me personally i cannot um, be in a relationship with somebody who is anti-vax, somebody yeah. who is extremely homophobic, extremely um, transphobic, Same. somebody who uh, 
is somebody who doesn't value education. Um, somebody that sp- doesn't respect all women. Just yes, know. not just ones they're attracted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, somebody who, like, you know, um, understands that, you know, sometimes I'm going to be with my family, sometimes I'm going to be with my friends. Like Someone I, who don't know if they want marriage or not. Someone exactly. Someone who don't know if they want kids or not. Exactly. Someone who want me to stay home all day, and I know I'm not doing it. Somebody who expects for themselves to stay home while you go to work. These are, I think people don't be wanting to share certain views because then people wouldn't want to date them. So yeah, instead, but me, they just don't, I, they, they just try to be like, let me creep this in over time. It don't work. It don't. I'd be happy to get this shit off my chest. Like, for instance, somebody on Tinder, first of all, he was a nurse. He had long hair, tattoos, fine, liked me. I'm like, whew. He, his bio say, um, it says something about, I believe, like, basically, in short, this nigga was talking about women need to be in the kitchen. It didn't mm. say that, but that's the kind of values he if had. You got like, that, and I was said. like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to entertain this. We are not, like, we can't. Like, yeah. I'll be looking at simple stuff like that. And who knows, like, what would come from that? Like, not saying that we would get married or anything like that or even date. But I'm just like, i be looking at little stuff like that from the rip, you know? Exactly. That's just crazy. Crazy. Especially how I feel and being a woman. And I'm, like, somebody who's, like, very strong. I have a strong opinion. Somebody who could be considered a loud mouth. Like, that. I'm just, like, I... It's not going to work. I can't go back on something like that. Mm-hmm. So, no, I yeah, agree. Women values. I'm definitely not in their business. Yeah, it's that's crazy. But I just felt like, you know, we have to talk about the divorces, but we don't have to talk directly about them. It's just like, it's got to be something there where people just tend to react. People, like all people. Yeah, exactly. All right, so <laughs> let's get into the sunken place. Um... Drake and this person, this individual were going, they were running neck and neck, but due to, um, legal reasons, (laughs) um, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth, had just won. Um, so, (sighs) this beef, this beef stew was just spoiled between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I'm... Like, how could y'all really dislike each other for this long? And it seems like it started over nothing. Yeah. It seemed like I feel at like some the point. Stan started it. Yeah, it's just. And they, they both shoot shots at each other on uh, Twitter and have been for years. And I'm just like, hang it the fuck up. Y'all both have kids. Like, it's over. Grow up. Get over. How is this still going on? like i couldn't i could never this beef this beef is about to be a decade (laughs) like a few more years come on bury it it's just corny and it it just doesn't seem and i'm getting i'm like not to sound dramatic but i just feel like it's going to end with somebody getting hurt and how much could either of you love your partners, love your families, to even put them in that position over something that you probably can't even name the why behind why it started? Exactly. Because yeah. who, like, okay, so it started, of course it started with the one who has no job. But it started because somebody from, one somebody, one of his homies, Kenneth Petty's homies, said something about Cardi B and Offset clap back as he should as he should also even if those um if those screenshots were real this is all alleged all alleged so because people have photoshopped um conversations all said before so that's why i was like "Mm," when i saw it anywho um kenneth petty and some random nigga Decided to take it upon himself to go very live. Very ashy, very ashy. Very ashy to go live in an alleyway in New York. <laughs> Which to me doesn't make no sense. You fucking Gotham ass villain. Like what? To talk shit about uh, like come come on out Offset. He mind you, you. Think he in New York. Offset was in I think California Atlanta. or he was in Atlanta. Um, getting sturdy with <laughs> with a Twitch streamer. He was having a ball. Oh, he like, was having so much for 24 hours. 
Do you know how crazy that is to be dancing and vibing with somebody for 24 hours? It's like that meme. Cool. It's like that meme that's like, it's like, imagine hating on me and I'm just a silly little guy. That's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he was wearing a hoodie dancing all weekend in Atlanta. And my thing is like, all right, you don't got to know much about Austin to know, like, he don't really be in New York. This is a ATL dude. He's a yeah. he's, a, he's a Migo. Like they they are Southern. Why would they just be hanging out? And also, this is how you know people don't got no jobs. Like you think <laughs> after award shows they just hey, kick back and just be sitting around like you know people gotta go to the next booking because like, your creepy ass couldn't come to the award show. <laughs> he couldn't come. I don't think he could, but oh, who it's knows? Illegal because thing. it's probably a bunch of convicted pedophiles. Well, maybe not convicted, but just OT, probably. because he got to register. Know. But yeah, he, um, yeah, I don't think he could come. He's never been to a war show with her. Well, good for her, you know, at least for having that much sense. Uh, but anyway, like they're outside roaming around looking for Offset and Offset uh, is dancing. And then he responds, hopping off a jet into a car, giggling. And- <laughs> He was like, I was a jet. <laughs> you niggas outside. Like, for real. How are you looking for somebody just outside in the streets? That is cr- outside in the streets. And he was, they were making death threats, which is like, come on, bro. We really, we doing this? Like, we're making death threats to people on camera. And, we, and like, Kenneth, you have a baby. Like, you would really jeopardize being around your child. Like, I just feel like Russell Wilson needs to sit a lot of these niggas down and just be like, this is not what you do. Exactly. Ohana like, you Medicare-ass nigga. Like, you are, like, in your 50s. Like, that's... Looking terrible. Crazy. Looking like just an old uncle that just got out. And I'm like, to be so I I just looked him up and I'm like, yeah, he definitely went to prison for, you know, what we all know, uh sexual assault. I don't care if he was fifteen. I don't care if who he was in a relationship with who he did it with. Like you have one of the worst stains on you that you could possibly have and you wanna just keep being in the spotlight. Like you need to literally go sit the fuck down and hide for the rest of your life. No. That's for one. Real. And then two, the the other worst thing you could be accused of is murder, which he pled guilty to. And it's like you are literally a demon walking around. So I just feel like this guy has no job, but all he had, well, the only thing he has is a criminal record and a big mouth and dusty friends. And I'm just like, Nikki, you, why do women do this? Like you were Anybody saying, that- why do women do this? Why do the most successful women, you know, most pretty women, you know, align with the weirdest people. And it's not about nobody trying to run their life. It's just like you obviously and have done what you felt like doing, but don't get confused when people think you're stupid because of your decisions <laughs> don't be confused as to why people think that now how who could you be if you choose to align yourself with this person people think their partners don't have nothing to do with them they really do they do because it's like why would they why Direct would their partner of you not be an extension of you Are who you, you choose to lay down with every night who you choose to be in the same house with? Who you choose to procreate with? Who you choose to share finances with? I can't think of another person that matters. That's a reflection of you more than that. Because, like, even your parents, you can't control that. Who your child comes out to be. You can't only control who you have it with. can't control who they are. But your partner, you directly pick them. Like, huh? <laughs> oh, What's so, the big yeah. idea? Yeah, I just feel like I want this to escalate, especially with all like the murder and violence. It's just not cute. It's not funny. And it I'm thankful that Offset responded giggling because if I, nobody wants to see a big dick swinging contest. <laughs> we just don't. We don't want to see it. It's not cool. But I'm like, stay better than me. Because I would have been like, officer, you see right here. This is where you threatening me. Got ass arrested again. <laughs> I swear, like, I will snitch so hard to get him arrested again. I'm like, isn't he on probation? And he just yeah. got off a house arrest. And look, now he's threatening to, because yeah. he said something. You're going to have to pay for a funeral soon. Something, something. Okay, cool. You just got off house arrest I'll go to my lawyer 50. like, what can you do with this? <laughs> just like, what can you do? Yeah, have a field day. You going back to the big house, buddy? Yeah, you definitely going back to the big house, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ruining oh, your yeah. whole family dynamic. <laughs> no, for <laughs> real. Good so, luck, Buck. What? What a thing. 
weirdo. Niggas is weird. Very strange. Um, so let's get into common senses. And this week we want to talk about respectability politics and black women. But I guess what we really want to talk about is respectability politics and ghetto black women. Because I feel like when black girls like Sexy Red, for example, or Suki show up and are themselves, you know, people want to blame them for every single issue that impacts the black community, but specifically black women. You, this is why there's so many single black women now. Like they you're make blame black women look bad. A 25-year-old and a 31-year-old, <laughs> like they're not even a century. Like they're not even like, oh, like what? You want to blame? don't have shit to say about future going around starting all these different families with different women. Hello? I don't got nothing to say about that. Hello? You know, but all of a sudden, Suki, uh, Suki is the villain? Now, let's <laughs> get specific. Suki showed up at the VMAs and was like, you know, she was arching her back on the, the, car, the red carpet. And it was definitely, like, bizarre, but Suki behavior. Definitely Suki behavior. She literally made a song about eating a nigga ass. Like, what do you think? <laughs> Suki is a wild. I think a lot of people think everything's a persona. It's not a persona with her. This is who she is. You yeah, know? she is. That's her. That's her. And I think it's like it's it's extreme. Did it? It does certain things make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I just don't pay it no attention. Yeah, like even Sexy Red, who is starting to grow on me, by the way. Um, Aww. like Sexy Red, like I was when I first seen her, I'm like, she's just doing too much, not for me. But she, a young girl, go get your money. I'm not gonna hate on you. I've said this repeatedly. I don't, I, I don't understand, but, but go get your bread. Period. Now people blaming her. She the reason for this. She the reason for that. How could she, somebody who was just able to really make decisions legally. Yeah, I was about to say, she just been able, she just was allowed to rent a car this year. Yeah. She's like, 25 years old. Like, how would she be the reason the black community is in shambles? Like, do y'all under, when y'all say stuff like that, do you understand, like, do you understand what you're saying? Like, she's not the, yeah. the, the, and I feel like people are, like, scared it's always going to go back to white supremacy. It's always going to go back to slavery. And I know people are tired, probably tired of that. So then they want to blame people like Sexy Red and Suki. But no, it's always going to go back to those things. It's yeah. always going to go back to it. And it's like, for instance, um, I'm trying to think. We grew up in the early 2000s. So it was a lot of wild as white women. But nobody mm-hmm. ever said this is the reason why the white community is it like... And nobody those conversations weren't brought up white people just went on with with their day like yes. yes they got criticized like yes people criticized paris hilton and anna nicole smith and Lindsay lohan and all them girls like yes and britney spears they got criticized but white people still went on with their day with their lives and raised well it's like when school shootings happened and they were blaming on Eminem and Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah. I think that's the closest they got to Yeah, being that like, was the only time. They're, they're ruining our children, right? And But I feel like nobody gets it more than like black ghetto black girls. I yeah, feel like exactly. nobody gets ghetto it more girl. like, oh my God, we're influencing you, we're influencing. I'm like, it may seem like there's a boost in their influence, but it's because of social media and how a lot of you, how a lot of parents, in my opinion, refuse to police how their kids use social media because they're addicted to it themselves. Yeah. I think a lot of times with like, um, I guess the the parents to today's like tweens and teens would be uh older millennials and younger Gen X, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that they're too engulfed in the internet themselves to be able to control what their child consumes. No, for and real. so they then blame the internet instead of blaming themselves. I don't think people understand how hands on and defensive you have to be. As a parent, especially in today's world, you have to essentially dedicate your life to parenting. And exactly. I, I don't, people don't want to do that. They want to have kids and then put them on autopilot and then want the world to change. That's not realistic. And people, especially grown women like Suki and like Sexy Red, they can't change their decisions because, I mean, they got kids that they're trying to provide for. They can't change themselves to 
make you or your child feel better. They're grown, doing grown things, and your child should not be watching. Mm-hmm. Period. That part. It's it really that simple. Is that because it's like literally parenting is a job, and mm-hmm. I feel like people just drop the ball and they're just like, oh, like whatever. Like we'll just whoever they influence. Like I will never forget when Rihanna was like, I am not a role model. Like, and I'm like, and that was very shocking. People were mad when she said it. Oh, no. What is she saying? But it's true. Like, it's so true. And like, as somebody who is a younger millennial, I, and who, like, you know, my dad is very heavily into technology. We've always been up to date with technology. Um, I was always on the internet, um, especially because I'm an only child. Um, I knew that some things were like, for shock, my dad from when I was young taught me about shock value mm-hmm. and how some people do things just to be talked about. Um, and I mm-hmm. understood that, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got that. Like you know, as a child, um, and so a lot of things I didn't take to heart because yep, I'm like, oh, this person, yeah, because I'm like, oh, this person is just trying to get a reaction out of somebody. But I feel like people don't want to have conversations with their kids or like treat them like they're gonna grow up like you just be like oh like they're just a thing that i did and that happened like i feel like people don't want to talk to their sit down and have a conversation with their kids no they don't and i think also it comes in with tough discipline like we were talking about this earlier like okay you could the conversations were there your dad talking to you about shock value but also the discipline is there like my mom always told me i don't give a damn what other people do you know how you supposed to behave yeah no <laughs> the, that's how that my parents was too that was this that was the narrative that floated around home and i knew that to be the truth it's like how, how other people behave what other people do will not affect I, it won't give me no mercy if I get in trouble because I know better. I know that that's not the expectation for me. I know that I'm a little girl and that's inappropriate for a little girl to do. I know what I'm allowed to do. The rules have been repeated. They have been made very clear. So I was actually a child that consumed a lot of content that probably I shouldn't have. Like I was in seventh grade watching like Flavor of Love and I Love New York. No same. Real Chance of Love. I was young. I was watching Bad Girls Club. I was watching all that. But guess who? You couldn't tell. I, I was watching the real world. <laughs> Just all these different shows. Uh, no like, and I like I would say that like Sexy Red is like a character from Flavor of Love that was literally on Twitter recently about how she dressed like a character from a contestant on Flavor of Love. Even her down to her name being Sexy Red, right? But at the end of the day, like I knew that I didn't feel like I'm better than delicious. Or I'm going to grow up and be a better woman than hoops. <laughs> I'm going to be better than New York. never thought that. I just knew that they were adults doing adult shit. And I was consuming it as a child. And how they behaved didn't have any effect on how I behaved. And I think I feel bad for people who don't have parents to teach them that. But it's like, I know it's not the child's fault. But it's certainly not the celebrity's fault. <laughs> exactly exactly that and also like even though i was con- consuming media like that i also was consuming very like um very child-friendly stuff and i was consuming a lot of positive media like for instance like things where like kids were like oh i'm stressed out about going to college or i want to go to college or i want to do this like follow your dreams and stuff like that like i always consume stuff like that so it was like a balance and in my heart I felt like the person who was like, not saying the person that was like, go to college was right. I always felt like the person that was like, follow your dreams was the correct one. And the person that was like, living the chaotic, like, you know, life was like, eh, like, that's not for me. I would, we're all influenced by things, but it's like, what do you want your child to be influenced by? Exactly. You have the power. Like, I feel like people have kids and then they feel like they're powerless. And it's yep. like, that's not true. <laughs> that's not Ow. true. Like, they're, they're yours. Not, yeah, they're not. Like, it's too late to give up the power now. Don't do that. And that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I remember one time um, I was eating a candy cigarette. And in the midst of eating it, I, like, start like, pretending like I was smoking. <laughs> this is when I was, like, maybe seven years old 
And my dad called me and he was like, so who taught your dad? And I was like, oh, I just see people doing it sometimes. It's just pretend I'm not really smoking. And he was like, I know you're not really smoking, but don't do that, okay? Because I don't want you pretending like you're smoking. You know, it was a redirection. No yelling, no shame. And, like, I really blame parents. I do. No, for real. Because, like, some people. Like, who you ever just look at somebody. And I don't blame mothers. I blame parents and adults. Because. Because some people laugh at stuff when people. I'm like, if you're laughing. At certain things, what do you think? That's like sometimes a laugh is an encouragement, you know? That it is literally like is me, that. for instance. I don't really, I don't, I wouldn't want my kids to curse like that, but I don't really mind it. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't think I would be the type to be like, don't do because, like, I curse over my parents, but I'm not like walking down the street, like, fuck shit, till they do that. Like, I'm more of if I'm describing something and somebody say something, I'll be like, oh my god, he said, fuck, like, whatever. It's like that. So I wouldn't like freak out about that. But like, some people, um, like, if y'all, we all see them badass kids on Instagram and they're like, nah, fuck that, shout it. And it's like, people <laughs> are like, put on. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing and then you mad when he grow up and, and maximum security violent. Yeah, or violent yeah or violent violent terrorist and then you mad but you had the chance to correct that behavior yes you know? yes and i'm reading a book where i just finished the book finally it's been months called um solomon's song by tony morrison very great book i was you ever be waiting for a book to be like what's why do why do it have this title i don't get it and then it all click it that's what happened it was really good but in the book there was this one character who just was like stupid she went stupid over a man like she lost her marbles over a man and in the book they was just saying that like you know some women are they just know what to do but then some women it's not enough for them to just have a mother to teach them something. They need a grandma. They need a bigger sister. They need a cousin. They need a neighbor. They need a teacher. They need some classmates. They need some girlfriends. They need tons of people in their lives to redirect them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's who's supposed to lead people to make a decision. Not sexy red. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that grandma's a 34 now, but that's not sexy red fault. It can't be sexy red fault. Like, she's just living her life, doing her thing. And we, I just feel like that's prison when you can't have the right to express and be who you want to be, because whether you it's serious or kids. not. Because you got to be, you got to be uh, Mother Teresa. And the thing is, like, go look at, like, your Shahidi or some, or, you know, Sasha Obama the, the the millions of girls who are you know doing things right and focus on them but y'all don't want to pay them no mind y'all don't want to focus don't pay on them no mind those young black girls who were doing so great the first person to do this what's her name marseille martin like you don't want to pay her no mind yeah. like you don't even look, go look at sky i mean sky jackson go, exactly go because you think because the thing is to you it's big because you're somebody that's like online but a lot of people don't i said the name sexy red to one of my coworkers. He said, "Who's that?" Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, go watch Van Dan or something. Like, I think <laughs> when, I so, when I was a kid, I really didn't know no Lil Kim songs. I didn't know no Lil Kim songs until I got older. Why? Why? Because I didn't actually care about that when I was young, and it wasn't introduced to me. If you wasn't Nick Junior, I didn't care about you. You know. You know. You know. So, the funny thing is. What? I knew her stuff, but I wasn't allowed to sing it. My mom made it very clear that I was, it was certain stuff that I was not allowed to sing. To this day, I don't even really sing Splash Water, not Splash Waterfalls. Um, what's that song? Like Head to Your Toes. I want yeah, that song. Yep, you, yep, that song makes me feel scared. Like somebody yeah. standing over, like my grandma standing over exactly. me with like a shoe so the, or something. My mom yeah. let it be clear that you, you know don't that repeat that. When she said that, that I said, okay. That was out. It was like t-shirt in my panties on. Never yes. That, shirt. that was another no, no. The same in my house too. <laughs> that one. I was thinking about how my little cousin was singing tree songs. I know ill, but it was a while ago. <laughs> she was singing real loud in the back of the car. And she was like, and I wish we never did it. And everybody turned around. I was like, did what? <laughs> <laughs> So, like, kids can get caught up because they don't always know what lyrics mean. They're not 
like they're just listening to a song you know but it's just funny how you know what you couldn't sing when you was a kid you yeah know. i know because my mom said it once and i said okay that's it. Um, it's inappropriate. It's not for kids. And you start getting chills down your spine when you hear other <laughs> kids sing it. Because T-shirt and my panties on, a lot of little girls were singing it in school. That's when I say my, my lips were sealed, you know mm-hmm. the emoji with no mouth? That was me. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm like, that's a little crazy. Yeah. I don't talk about that. But in, in, in general, like, black women or no people, pe- people period, shouldn't deal with the burden of being the face of the race with their decision making i feel like freedom is being able to do what you want to do and i always have to think about like how you're representing every single black mm-hmm. woman like that's not free at all that's oppressive and it's actually forcing us into whatever white people would like us to do exactly so, y'all gonna let white supremacy win every time. every time and you think you not but you are big time big time so let's not let it win. Like let's stand up. Stand up. Period. That part. All right, y'all. So that's it. That's that's episode two fifty. And y'all didn't notice, but it was Helen Wills trying to record this. So you know that's just our that speaks to our commitment. So many tech issues. Shout out to Eric yeah. for getting us through it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. We really appreciate you. Um, but yeah, y'all. That's it. That's the show. Um, make sure you catch up with us on the gram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Make sure you email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Make sure you find me on Instagram at imamate, TikTok imamate, Twitter at it's mate, um, and Sabria. And you can find me at frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's frankenfem on TikTok and Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> okay and don't forget about our patreon y'all know the tiers are pay as you wish so do what you can you get some exclusive content get to be in our business all that jazz you can find a link to our patreon on instagram and yes y'all that's it that's the show all right goodbye peace